NBC Sports Radio. Welcome to the following presentation from IMG, America's home for college sports, on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, the Virginia Department of Social Services, and Outback Steakhouse. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508 or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Walletta fakes a rollout right, throwing into the end zone. Wilkins catches a deflected pass in the end zone for six. The ball was batted away by the defensive back, and Tyler Wilkins reached over the top of him as he was in front of him, and he made the catch for a spider touchdown. Well, Kareem Brown had terrific coverage for Albany that time. Kyle underthrew the football. Brown went up, had his hand on it, but lost his footing, and as he was falling backwards, the ball was right into the hands, and the spider touchdown. 40-yard kick near hash from Stark. He's one for one from 40-plus. Hold is uh, good. After oh. High snap and block the kick. The Spiders are going to pick it up and run. No. But the score on that is over. Yeah. Yes. Daniel Jones, I think, got the block. Yes. Oh, it was. It was Jones. I yes. knew Matthews and Jones were over there, but it was definitely, yeah. What a terrific job. The Spiders, who have been good at getting the kicks this season, get to that one and now have a chance to win the football game. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black and head coach Russ Huseman. This is the Spiders Sports Line on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Welcome inside Outback Steakhouse 7917 in West Broad Street for our weekly Spider football get-together. Thank you so much for being with us on kind of a dreary, drizzly, wet Thursday afternoon. We appreciate the folks who've come out and those of you tuned in on the radio or on your phone or on your computer. We appreciate you being part of the program. Bob Black along with head coach Russ Huseman, our special player guest coming up. As we said on the website this week, this is just for kicks this week just for kicks we've got the kicker who kicked the game-winning field goal griffin trowell and we get the guy who blocked a potential game-winning field goal by albany saturday daniel jones both guys are here getting ready to grab lunch and they'll be up at the head table in a couple of moments to chat with us uh of course with coach Usman and your phone calls and your texts and your tweets we'll be glad to take those as well following a thrilling 41 38 double overtime Victor, and I want to take our listeners and fans behind the scenes a little bit because you and I were sitting in your office, as we always do on Friday. We got to talking about CAA football, and you just shook your head, and you said, every game in this league ends as a three-point game. How did you know that was coming Saturday afternoon? You forgot to tell me about the overtime part of that. Well, I've been, you know, obviously in the league, you just if you just look at the scores and what's happening, it's, it's always a one-score game no matter who's playing – who it, it makes no difference and and I, 
I told our team on Sunday that uh, just playing on them all being close the rest of the year uh, and somehow finding a way to win. And, and that even happened last year. I mean, I, the majority of the games that, that Richmond played last year were really close. And, you know, they went three overtimes against Albany. And last year against Towson, it was a three-point game. So it, it, it this is the league that we're in. Uh, we know it's going to be demanding week in, week out. And, and uh, so we might, we might as well get ready. What was the difference in this one with Albany? You know, the kick aside, the block kick aside, if you dug a little deeper, what was the difference? Oh, we got, you know, we didn't play great defense, but in the end there, in the fourth quarter, we got some stops. Mm-hmm. And and you had to against, you know, we got the fourth and two against Elon and don't convert that. And then defensively, we had a chance to get a stop and didn't get that. I think this this time we were down 10. We got a couple stops, and and I, and I listened to uh, uh, Coach Catuso, uh, and he said, you know, he said the same thing. He said if if offensively they would have got a first down or two, probably going to be a different game. And we got a couple stops in the fourth quarter that were huge. Um, so, and if we can get the ball back to our offense, obviously Kyle and the, and the wideouts and everybody, it's so good. So, um, I. I if I had to pinpoint it, I'd say defensively getting those stops. Well, how did this game change? Because for the first 20 minutes, it was your kind of game, Coach. It was a defensive game. It was nothing to nothing. Looked like both defenses were settling in, and then, boom, all of a sudden, an offensive explosion took place on both sides, really. Well, you know, they they got some – you know they got some shots on it. I mean, we played well up front defensively. Mm-hmm. Our front four, our front seven, you know, our six, uh, our, our four down guys, and our two linebackers played incredible. Um, you know, and got seven sacks during the course, some tackles for losses, kind of got them off schedule. You know, they threw some some jump balls, some 50-50 balls that we didn't come down with, and you know sometimes that happens. You hope you get a few of those in the course of a game. But up front, I, I thought we played excellent, and I was proud of our guys. And and then we kind of got in a groove offensively. Um, you know, it, the two-minute one before the half was obviously huge. Minute and minute 59 to go, and we get the ball on the 25-yard line, take it right down and score a touchdown and make it 14-14. I thought that was big, too. How good as a coach do you feel about that? Because we all know you guys practice that two-minute drill all the time. And to see it unfold on game day the way it does in practice, it's got to be a pretty good feeling, isn't it? Well, not only that, you know, that that was that, that did feel good. Because, you know, when you start that drive off, you're thinking, all right, let's at least get a field goal. And we got it down there and we scored the touchdown, which was huge. But also we practice uh, uh, overtime, you know, during the fall camp and, and – and we had practiced that, and as soon as we blocked the field goal, you know, we started talking, uh, the offensive guys and myself, about all right, how do we want to play this out, um, you know, and, and, and it kind of actually played out kind of the way we wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted it, and, and obviously Griff would like the ball, you know, probably in the middle of the field if at all possible. But, you know, I like to get the ball on our – you know, our left hash because I got Clyde and Waller who are the tight end and the wings on our right side, lights over there. And, and I just knew we could protect it, you know, even though it was, uh, you know, it was, it was going to be, I, I, I can't remember what was a 34 yard field goal maybe. Um, but the, uh, I knew I wanted over there. So I kept telling, I, I told Jeff, I said, Jeff, 
you know, let's 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 if we don't get first downs and get it, you know, and don't score here, let, let's let's get it on that hash. At least I feel good. And you know, we we called the timeout and got our guys together and said we got to protect. And I, I don't I don't think I, I didn't say anything to Griff going out, but I, I just told our front guys I said let's protect it for him. Let's get a great snap hold and and we'll kick it through and win. Was there any temptation to just let Kyle keep going? I mean, as good as he is, and was that to just say, let's keep doing what we were doing, and he'll get the ball in the end zone? No, I, I, we were going to play it. <laughs> we were going to play it conservative, and you know, get six or seven yards for sure, and then uh, and then kick it. Okay. Um, but let's talk about Kyle for a moment. Another record-setting day for him. Another 300-yard day for him. Is he doing things that you kind of rub your eyes and just say? can't believe what I'm seeing him do at this point in conjunction with the wide receivers who have obviously been terrific. Well, I think the uh, the things that, that, that I, I don't know if you see all the time and you appreciate as much with Kyle, you know, Kyle can throw it. Uh, he's, he's, got, he's got a great arm. Uh, he puts it on the money. Uh, he puts us in the right spots. But I think the thing that people may not see as much uh, and appreciate as much is in a we had a big third and 13 late in the game there and it was one he threw to Drake mm-hmm. and, and I talked about this I talked about Drake making the, the really nice catch mm-hmm. uh, for the first down but they had a guy come Scott clean for the sack you know and, and Kyle uh, you know steps in and, and kind of pulls himself out and regroups and throws the thing to Drake Um Sometimes you don't – I mean, if they sack us right there, man. It's it's not good. And, you know, he makes you miss in there. I know he doesn't – you know, we don't run him much. But, you know, he does those things. And, and I think that's probably one thing about his game that, that, that people don't appreciate or see as much as they should. I loved the uh, 11-yard touchdown run that, that Kyle had. I mean, he put his shoulder down and knocked down a defensive guy. And then as he hit the end zone – he actually ran right up the back of his own guy, Dejon Brissett, and knocked him down as well. And I think on the telecast, my play-by-play description was Kyle Laletta with a bruising run. And Chris Anderson laughed and said, I'm not sure I've ever heard those two no. phrases in the same sentence. <laughs> Kyle Laletta and bruising run. That was really something, too. I think somebody asked me after the game if, you know, if I was concerned about him running the ball and doing something like that. And I said – no, as long as he scores a touchdown, <laughs> go get it. And and you know he he broke a tackle mm-hmm. on about the five or six mm-hmm. yard line there, and then uh, and then once he did that, I, obviously Kyle was going to get it in the end zone any way he had to. And the Spiders come away with a 41-38 win. Really good CAA football game at Robin Stadium uh, on Saturday. Give the, the guys some momentum heading back on the road for the first time in more than a month. Saturday at Towson at 4 o'clock. We'll preview that game a little bit later on. And, again, Daniel Jones and Griff Trout coming up here uh, in just a couple of moments. Let's go to Ivan on the phones. Then we'll take a break. Then our player guests are coming up on today's Spider Sports Line. Hello, Ivan. How are you today? Fine, Bob. How are you and the coach doing? Very well. Good. What's up, Ivan? How you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, sitting here with my my beautiful wife. She's listening in. She wants you to know that she knew last Saturday you were going to win that game. I love her. Thanks, <laughs> Ivan. She loves you. She's laughing. Well, congratulations on a great team victory you had. Thank you. But Appreciate you, it. I was just wondering if your defense was going to run out of gas sometime in that second half with the way everything was going so quick. 
you know, you look out there a couple times, and 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 there was a couple times they looked gassed. Uh, you know, and and, and at some point in time, you just got to suck it up, man, and, and just say, all right, give me give me a couple more. And uh, but I actually did look out there on a few occasions and and look and see some of the guys and think, wow, this guy's gassed or that guy's gassed. And uh, but you fight through it. Um, you know, it's you know we got limited numbers and and you know we're gonna play probably you know, 13 or 14 kids on defense, and, and you just got to go. And, 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 you know, when the weather breaks here a little bit, Ivan, you know, it won't be quite as hard. I think uh, it was a hot day, no question about that. And and I think when the weather breaks and we start to get to cooler weather, you know, you can you can go ahead and, and play 13 or 14 guys, both sides of the ball, and, and, be, and be fine. I, I just, you know, when I'm – I just don't know what to say about Kyle Letter. You know, if they made him eligible for the Heisman Trophy, he'd win it. <laughs> He's playing awful well. Well, you know, we do have a Heisman, and it's called the uh, Walter Payton Award in, in FCS football, and he should be. I, you know, I, I again, I'm, I'm kind of – I don't know what's going on out there in the world right now, uh, to be honest with you. I, I would think Kyle is – is Kyle one of the people that are up for – is he nominated for the I Walter I believe he Payton? is on the Peyton watch list. Peyton watch if not, list. we will get him on the Peyton yeah, watch Yeah, I mean, list. I would think he's on that watch list. And, and obviously, that's the Heisman Trophy for FCS football. So, obviously, he, he's he's a guy that should be uh, in major consideration for that. No question. Yep. What can you tell us about this week's opponent when you play Townsend? Who, who are some of the key players we need to stop or watch for? Well, it's just – it's almost the same as every week. I mean, I put the film on. And they look like Albany, you know, just really good on defense, solid. Uh, they've got some playmakers. Uh, their running back, uh, Simpson, number 13, is really good. Now, he didn't play last week. Uh, they're not sure if he's going to play this week or not, but he's really good. You know, if, if you guys remember the game from last year, and I, and I put that one on, uh, they, they had a huge back that just was just brutal. He's gone, thank goodness. But the other guy, 13, is back, and, and he had, I think he had 100 yards rushing. I think they may have had 200-yard rushers in that game, the big kid who was good, and then, and then Simpson, 13. Uh, they're playing with their backup quarterback right now, who's a redshirt freshman, really good player um, up front. Same thing, they're going to be big and physical. And But I, I do think they're playing really good defense, and, uh, and, you know, a lot of times in this league it's great defense, it's physical offensive lines, and, and, um, you know, multiple formations. So uh, we, we got our work cut out for us again this week. Coach, I hope you come up with, with a great team victory this week. Thanks, Ivan. Appreciate it, Ivan. Hey, Ivan mentioned one thing, and you just talked about it. Before we go to the break real quick, because otherwise it'll slip my mind and I'll never get to it. And th- th- Thanks, Mrs. Ivan. Appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> and I was wrong because I said before he came on, I thought he'd ask us about the baseball games and who you were picking tonight between the Cubs and the Nats. Because he normally does. He's a big baseball guy. So you're picking the Cubs, right? I, you know, I'm not – I'm just you – know, I'm rooting for the Cubs. I'm rooting for the Cubs. I'm rooting right. for the Cubs. We'll I hope the Cubs way. win. Don't want to get you in any trouble. No, no. no compliance issues. Rooting for the Cubs. Uh, but anyway, time of possession, Russ. Is that an important stat at all to you and your offensive guys? And here's why I ask. Because it obviously is to Albany. And you talked about the defense being gassed. They were on the field a long time. And it gets to a two-possession game late. There's only but so many more possessions you're going to have, particularly the way they possess the ball. And Coach Catusa was on with us at halftime on TV. He made an interesting point. He said, you know what? We've had the ball for like 22 minutes, 
in the first half and the game is only tied, that's not good for us, him talking about mm-hmm. his team. Is that a stat that you would ever look at or do you not care? No, I mean, I, I think the thing that's kind of confused me in all my years of coaching is that kind of number and they say, well, the defense is playing 80 plays. Well, their offense, if they're, they're if our defense is playing 80 plays, their offense must be playing 80 plays. So <laughs> are they not tired? <laughs> so I, I don't get all that stuff there. So um, <laughs> it's about points and it's about getting stops. And, uh, you know, it, the time of possession doesn't really matter. Float my boat. Uh, so... Much better said. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, catch up with Daniel Jones and Griffin Trow, a couple of the heroes from last week's win over Albany. Spider Sports Line live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. ESPN 950 is where you're tuned, and the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. Back by popular demand, Steak and Lobster are together again. This duo can't stay apart for long, mate. Outback Steak and Lobster, starting at $14.99 for a limited time. We're pairing our tender, juicy signature steaks with our mouth-watering steamed lobster tail. But hurry in, Steak and Lobster starting at $14.99. A deal this good won't last for long. We've also brought back one of your favorites, the loaded Bloomin' Onion. It's our signature Bloomin' Onion topped with delicious Aussie cheese fries. Hi, Richmond fans. Bob Black here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in Richmond or on the other side of the world. Globally or locally, UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, the official logistics company of Richmond Athletics. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um... Well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call GEICO, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. (laughs) Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Why do we love pizza so much? Is it the hot and gooey mozzarella cheese? The fresh baked dough? The fact that we get to choose our toppings and crust? We know you love pizza, and your friends at Papa John's want you to get your pizza without ever paying full cost again. As an ESPN 950 listener, you can save 30% off any menu item when you order online at papajohns.com and enter the promo code ESPN950. That's pizzas, breadsticks, wings, and desserts online at papajohns.com. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. Hi, this is Richmond football coach Russ Usman. Tune us in all season long for live game action in my weekly radio show on the home of the Spiders, ESPN 950 and ESPNRichmond.com. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. We're live at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, and broadcasting live on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. So here is second and goal for the Spiders and Kyle Walletta. With Thompson to his right, Jacob a wingback left, two receivers right. Blitz is shown, Jacob motions left to right, snap the Loletta, rolls right. Looking, looking, rolling, looking, throwing into the end zone. Back line, touchdown, Brissett makes the grab. 
And the Spiders are an extra point away from tying this up with 127 left in the game. the uprights from one of our guests who became even more of a hero a little bit later on Saturday afternoon. Place kicker Griffin Trowell, defensive back and block kick specialist Daniel Jones. They cheer for you, Daniel, every time I mention that. It must make you feel pretty good, huh? Make me feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah. not too bad. What's that, Russ? I cheer for it, too. <laughs> uh, well, let's start with that then, Daniel. I was actually going to start with the kick, but now I'm going to, because he got the applause, let's go right at it. Uh, tell us what you saw, what was on on that play, because I think a lot of fans will say, oh, they just rush, and maybe somebody gets lucky and blocks a kick, but I know that's something you guys practice. Take us, take us through the progression that got you to that block kick. Well, we practice it all the time. We practice field goal block. And actually, Coach Bailey taught me a technique called um, a bicycle step. Is how you step over the um, the blocker's legs, and that's what's got me through there and um, got me capable to block the kick. What's that feeling like when you hear the thud and you feel the thud and, and you know you have done what you were hoping to do? It's a great feeling. It's just like it's a rush of adrenaline, and then you just looking for the ball, looking for somebody to block. Hopefully, someone scoop it and you know score. That's your second one of the year now, right? Yes, sir. You've had a couple of them, so you're yep. certainly becoming – see, they're, they're always cheering for him. I, I kind of like that. That's, that's pretty good. Um, Russ, we were talking earlier about, hey, when something happens in the game that you practice so much, what kind of a good feeling that is. How about in that case on special teams? Because margin for, you know, is very thin on a, on a block kick, right? Well, first off, effort. Bottom line. And, and, and that's what that team is about, effort. And I've seen a bunch of people take plays off, whether it's an extra point, whether it's a field goal. And it, and if, you, if you're going to give effort, I mean, that's the team. To, you, you really kind of see what kind of team you got is what kind of effort they give, especially a defensive side of the ball. You know, they give up a touchdown or whatever, and they kind of mope around a little bit and no effort. So – you know, but I, I, the effort was there, obviously, um, and, and tremendous effort to get that ball and to block it. Uh, so, uh, you know, it starts there, no question. Had you done special teams before, Daniel? I mean, in high school were you doing that, or is this something that just came about once you got to Richmond? I actually didn't do special teams in high school, mm-hmm. so it's, like, new to me. Yeah. What, did, what did you think when you first started doing it? I just think of it like any other play on defense. You got to give 100% effort. And try to get a stop. And that has cer- certainly happened a couple times now. And I want to talk about your defensive playing as well. But let's talk about the game-winning kick. We went from the potential game-winning block kick that set up Griffin Trout's 34-yard well, we field goal to win. we were going to win the game anyway. They had <laughs> the ball first. <laughs> One way we or the other. the ball we were... back. That kick wasn't going to win the game. It was going to give them the lead. Give them the lead. So okay. start That's staying great. that, Bob. Let's go. <laughs> When do I get to call a player to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry about no, that. No, no, you're, you're right. You know I love you're, 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 you're right. You're right. Keep, keep hitting me. Keep yeah. keep correcting me. All right, Griff, take us through your progression for the game-winning field goal. And Coach talked about the plays leading up to it. What are you thinking about where you want the ball in that scenario? And, you know, obviously the closer the better. But, but what are you thinking as that drive unfolds? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, whenever overtime starts, and you know, luckily this wasn't the first overtime game uh, I've been in, the team's been in, 
um, as soon as that starts, you go from kind of the, the, the focus of a normal game to, to kind of a laser focus. And while the offense is out on the field, generally I can't watch the game at all. Um, I'm usually around the net on the bike mm-hmm. trying to stay warm because uh, really in the turn of, you know, it, three plays can happen pretty quickly and, uh, and I can have to go out there uh, in the blink of an eye. So um, kind of as that process is unfolding, doing a lot of watching the video board, trying to keep track of what's going on, uh, listening to coaches on the sideline. But, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, when I step out onto the field um, to, to hit an overtime ball, uh, you know, no matter what the situation is, uh, I try to have nothing on my mind. Hmm. Um, that tends to be the, the best way to go about it. <laughs> Do you prefer it in the middle? Or, you know, Coach gave us the strategy of, you know, where, the, where his best blockers are to help protect for you. To get the, what's your preference? Yeah, uh, you know, I'll just start, you know, David over here getting a, uh, you know, what I consider a game-winning block. Um, every day that we practice field goal, um, our field goal block team, I think they're our best specialist unit. Hmm. Um, and I think they have been for, for a couple of years now. Uh, they go so hard in practice, and I give them a lot of credit for making me better, making sure my operation time is quick, because um, they've gotten they've gotten the upper hand a couple times in practice, and that that's really gone a long way. That effort in practice really does translate into games. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I like Coach Usman's strategy, make sure the uh, snap and hold can get there, make sure it's going to be uh, blocked up the right way. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, what I told Coach and Coach Durden at the beginning of the season was, uh, you know, put the ball wherever you need it. Um, hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things, you know, I probably prefer having the middle of the field or if not the middle, uh, that left hash isn't so bad. But uh, it, it definitely depends on how far out the ball is. Um, you mentioned snap and hold. What's the chemistry like? Uh, Graham, obviously, uh, you and he have been together for a while now. Graham Latham at, as the center position. But Joe Mancuso is new for you this year in holding the ball. What's what's the chemistry like between those two guys and you? Uh, I, Joe's doing a great job. And, um, you know, when, when Will McCombs graduated last year, I was a little, little worried about that. We had great chemistry. Uh, snap hold kick was pretty much automatic and uh, this year I'm happy to say we've gotten to pretty much that same chemistry Uh, you know Joe's done a great job he's really made it a priority um, and he takes a lot of pride in it does it help that you'd had previous kicks in that situation I mean I think each one in and of itself is a pressure kick but do you draw at all even subconsciously on the North Dakota kick or even the Colgate kick from earlier this year that wasn't right at the end of the game, but still was a game winner. Yeah, I can't deny everything helps. Um, you know, any any experience whatsoever <laughs> is going to make you better. So uh, I, I do think that that added confidence um, is is a big part of continuing. And then there was Coach Usman's comment post game that I think every head coach says about his kicker. Man, Griff drives me crazy, but boy, do I love him. Griff knows it, too. Did I even say that with the Russ Huseman twang a little bit there, too? I think so, yeah. (laughs) What Uh, do you mean by that, Russ? Oh, he's typical kickers, man. (laughs) I I think they've all, even as a defensive coordinator, they've all driven me nuts. But, (laughs) you know, I I got all my kicker buddies out there that I've I've been around, great friends with now, and, uh, uh, you know, they're – they just kind of got a uniqueness about him. He's a unique guy where, I, I, you know, he's going to be a huge success someday because he has such great intellect. And sometimes the intellect comes out as 
kind of I, I can't I can't explain it, but he, he's a bright guy and he's going to be a huge success because he does it. But sometimes that intellect, sometimes he's too smart for his own good. Maybe hmm. I'll put it that way. <laughs> But, but I mean, the, the players love him, obviously. He's a great teammate, and, and, he, and he's, he's really a good player. I'll yeah. tell you what, Griff, if that's the worst your head coach can say about you is you're too smart for your own good, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah, hey, I, I won't deny, uh, you know, Coach Huseman, you know, I've driven him absolutely insane this season, <laughs> last season, or uh, last spring over the summer. But, uh, you know, I, I will say, you know, he's a fair guy. He's uh, he's been probably more lenient than I've deserved in a couple instances, you know, after some poor performances, a couple bad practices. So, uh, you know, it, we've come together and, you know, continuing success. I want to talk about one of those. We'll take a break, but I do want to go back to the game in which you were almost out as the spider oh, kicker. Don't go back to that. Oh, one, come though. on. It turned out well. Uh, he wound up kicking the game winning uh, field goal. Come on. We're full transparency here, coach. Come on right. now. Uh, and this is not the first time that these two guys combined to win a game for the Spiders. We're actually talking about the same game, and we'll do that on the other side of a break, find out a little bit more about these guys off the field as well in our next segment of the Spider Sports Line from Outback 7917 West Broad Street on the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. Looking for a great deal on tires without the hassle? Then visit Dyke Tire Tire Pros. We have a hassle-free pledge, something you won't find anywhere else. It's our promise to make your tire buying and auto service experience simple, straightforward, and hassle-free. We have hundreds of tires available from all major tire brands, including Continental and General. Plus, all tires and automotive services are backed by Tire Pros nationwide warranty. Dyke Tire Tire Pros in Richmond or online at DykeTire.com. For the first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue invites you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home all-you-can-eat country pig-picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory-cut logs, served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzandneds.com. UR School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. At the University of Richmond, you get a leading liberal arts university in a dynamic capital city where you can be an accountant and an artist, research alongside faculty, and have an internship in your field. Be part of Division I athletics and highly ranked academics. The University of Richmond. We are, you are. The Redskins are back at home to take on the winless 49ers Sunday. Pre-game coverage starts at 10 with kickoff at 1 on ESPN 950. It's Spider Football and Lunch at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. You're listening to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Out of the shotgun is Brunson. Takes the snap back to throw. 
looking, throwing a post route in the middle of the field, and Jordan steps in front of the receiver at the 12-yard line and picks it off in front of Jared Diggs with two seconds left in the first half. Jerriel Jordan with the interception. Lux Chevrolet is celebrating their 100-year anniversary, and they're going to use their century of experience to help you find your next Silverado, Suburban, Impala, Malibu, or Equinox. Lux Chevrolet uses their vast knowledge of GM vehicles to help you maintain and service your vehicle to keep it on the road longer and help maintain its value. So for Chevrolet sales, service, or parts, go where experience reigns supreme. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland and online at LuxChevrolet.com. Proud to be family-owned since 1960. We're in the second half of today's Spider Sports Line, but it's not too late for you to be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508 or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Let's get back to Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. Out takes the snap, takes and gives Collins again. Going around that right edge. Five, three, two, one, end zone, touchdown! He got it inside the pylon. Richmond goes ahead now with the score, 37 31 here in the overtime. Now every inch counts, and he just barely got to the pylon there on the right side. Collins stretched it on first down, looked to cut it up, and then bounced it outside and barely got inside the pylon. All right, welcome back. Second half of the Spider Sports line, about 1235. Apologize for the little glitch there. Coach unnerved me when he yelled at me today, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, when you kick out the power, think bad things you're happen. You're like my wife. When I talk to her, she always says I yell at her. When I correct her, it's you're yelling at me. It's the same way. I didn't yell at you. No, you didn't. I, I don't care. Kinda... I'll take it. It's all fine. Right. <laughs> Everybody else does. Russ, get all in right. line. They're all they're all yelling. Um, all right, let's go back to Daniel Jones and, and some defense here. Um, what has it been like with kind of the new defensive strategy, the four-two-five, kind of embracing that? And give me a little self-critique on how you feel you have played so far this season. You've had some big plays. You had eight tackles uh, for the second time this year in the Albany game on Saturday. Give us a little bit of an assessment. Well, the 4-2-5 is a big change from what we played last year. But I think I've done a well job embracing it and coping with the new techniques that we have um, that we have learned. I've had a little bit of adversity at some times, played – Play fairly. I play pretty rough Elon game, but um, the coaching staff gave me a second chance, and I think I'm making the most of it. How did you personally handle that adversity? I'm going to guess you probably haven't had a whole lot of that. You were a terrific high school player, and just getting your college career started. How how did you deal with it? It's rough mentally, more than physically, if anything. But once you get over the mental part of the game, then it comes easy. Are there guys you go to to kind of? help you through that what's the chemistry like particularly amongst you guys in the in the defensive secondary honestly with the defense more than the secondary the whole defense if I'm going through something or I need help with a play or I need help with something even outside of football I can go to anybody on the field team's pretty tight yeah like a family let's go back to that Colgate game for a moment I mentioned that this Saturday wasn't the first time that these two guys combined to help the Spiders win a game that happened at Colgate as well Griffin kicks a field goal about a minute and a half, minute 45 or so to go. And Colgate's very first play, Daniel, take us through that and the interception that 
that sealed the spider win? Well, I had the um, I had to guard the tight end, and I had a, I had him, I had him covered up pretty well, and he still threw the ball, so I just made the play I needed to make. It was <laughs> it was a great feeling knowing that um, as I said, it's a family like on the team. It's a great feeling when I come through for my brothers mm-hmm. and I make a big play in the moment. What was the feeling like for you? That was your first career collegiate interception. Couldn't have come at a better time. Honestly, like. Before that, when you think, like, okay, my first interception, I'm going to be hyped. Like, I'm going to, like, it was just so in the moment. I was just so excited. I didn't even know what to do. (laughs) I didn't have a clue what to do. What are his strengths, Russ? I mean, he's still young. He's still, you know, cutting his teeth a little bit here, only a sophomore. Yeah, I mean, and young pup right now. And, 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 you know, a young guy trying to learn the defense of what we're trying to do. Uh, He's come along really, really well. Uh, I, I think he's a physical player, no question about that. Actually, he's he's really improved so much on his, you know, his footwork. And you may agree with me, or I mean, but he's he's really gotten better as far as being a a guy that can play in space with some depth, and uh, he's improved on that. So I think I think he's just improving every day, and 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 that's that's all you can ask for as a coach. He's he's got a lot of athletic ability. But, you know, now how do you use it? Uh, and, and I think he's just – he's getting better all the time. And we call him Daniel Jones, by the way, not not David Jones. I made that mistake once. Although, as somebody here said, Daniel, that's a pretty good compliment to have. Uh, how much do you continue to kind of watch David Jones, and, and how much was he kind of a guiding force for you last year? He was a great – he was a great um, – almost like a mentor last year. My first – when we first did two a days last year, he was actually my roommate during the camp period, and he just guided me through stuff and helped me when I was having trouble. Is some of that purposeful? I know that was last year, Russ, but I'll ask you that with these guys now. Do you try and pair some guys up so that they do spend some more time with each other, whether it's in an apartment or a dorm or, or wherever, just because you know they're going to have an influence on each other? Well, yeah, I mean, really that's something that's, that's uh, important, but – this year was the first year that these guys went to their dorms and we couldn't stay in a dorm room. They put them, they actually put them in their dorm room. So they were kind of all over campus. You know, I don't know, probably that's not the best way to do it in the world, but there was nothing we could do about it. So they went to their, their regular dorm room and their regular roommates. So, uh, but on the road, you try to, you, you know, you try to put them with different people and, you know, when we go on the road for a Friday night game or we stay at home uh, in a hotel, you, you want them to be comfortable. So if, if you know, if, if somebody comes up to me and says, you know, I know you like to put me with another DB or another offensive lineman, but, you know, he, here's my buddy. I feel more comfortable. Then I, I want them to sleep. You know, I want them to be happy. I want them, I want those things to occur you know, just, just to have two DBs together. Now, I think the thing in camp is huge. I mean, because mm-hmm. obviously they put an older guy with a freshman, you know, and I think that was – that that's pretty cool. And, and uh, so – but I've never done it because even even at my previous stop, they all went into their dorms, their, their, their school dorms, so we never had the opportunity to put people together like that. All right, I, I got to ask then. There's no truth to the rumor that – you and Griff are roommates on the road, right? That that's not. We actually tell who sits together on Friday night heading yeah. to the movies. Let's always save that front right seat on the bus for. Me and uh, Griff sit together. Right? Yeah. Who, who's your roommate on the road? Uh, actually, I've been uh, mixing it up. Uh, last okay. year, 
last year. I think I room with two or three people. Uh, spent most of the hotel rooms with uh, Taz Sumter, and then this year, this year I've been uh, uh, rooming with. Uh, I got roomed with Reed once. Um, I've got my own room uh, ah. last week. That was that was a real uh, real treat. It <laughs> <That> is. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so. What's the? I ask this all the time, particularly offensive linemen. For some reason, I'm not sure why. The chemistry amongst the special team guys. I mean, between you, John Cherison, DJ Helkowski, even Graham Latham in that group. Um, what's kind of the chemistry for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. We all came in together, um, which uh, you know, DJ and Graham have kind of been mainstays. Um, we we definitely have a distinct little. Uh, little group amongst the team uh and uh and john coming in this year uh has been a great addition uh you know we get along really well uh try to help each other out uh, as much as we can so yeah i think that chemistry uh that chemistry is really good because in a lot of ways especially during practice we're, we're stuck together we got to get along and uh we got to make each other better one way or another um where does the north dakota kick rank for you i mean that was nothing more than an extra point except at the time of the game that it came. Honestly, uh, in terms of last season and even some balls this season, it, it really doesn't rank highly at all. Really? Um, the, the kick that I remember, uh, like it was yesterday, was actually the third quarter uh, ball um, before that. And that ball was probably the highest pressure kick I've ever hit. Um, at that point, uh, Will McCombs had already blocked his punt um, that I think has been that moment was probably the greatest sideline moment I've had um, as a spider, um, especially seeing my holder go out and, and make a big play, and then he got to be part of that next field goal, and then obviously the field goal at the end. But uh, but it's it's not always the last kick hmm. that uh, that I remember. Uh, it's usually somewhere in between. What did the honors and accolades? I mean, do you last year? Certainly well-deserved, all-conference, all-America, preseason. Uh, how do you balance? You know, you need to enjoy that a little bit, but obviously you don't want it to go to your head because fame can be very fleeting in what you're doing. Yeah, uh, and uh, it, it's tough. Um, it's tough coming off that, uh, knowing that, um, you know, in some ways there was a lot of luck involved. Um, you know, in others, uh, I was, you know, really fortunate to have people like Graham and Will McCombs to set that up. And obviously we didn't have a block to kick all season and, uh, you know, knock on the <laughs> Loudly. table, uh, you know, won't have one this year. Uh, I got a lot of faith in the guys who uh, set me up to do my job. Um, the way I look at last year was I did not expect that. I don't think anyone expected me to even be playing last year um, until after, after the first couple games. Um, I wasn't thinking about accolades until late, late in the season. And uh, and when it happened, in a lot of ways, it was a dream come true. Uh, it was something that, you know, it was just kind of a wildest dream. And then uh, coming into this season, you know, trying to process that, uh, process that in a way that, um, you know, obviously the first couple games were a real gut check mm -hmm. this year. Last thought from both of these guys. We'll let them go eat their, their steaks for lunch. They read the menu very closely. Um, <laughs> how'd you get to Richmond? Oh man, that was uh, that's an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually got a phone call from uh, Coach Rojas really late in the game. I had applied as a normal student. Uh, I'd had some opportunities to actually play college lacrosse, and that was what I was planning on doing. Um, I got injured 
very badly in high school uh, a number of times. Um, had a couple surgeries, and uh, lacrosse fell through pretty much all in the frame of one week. And uh, by the time my senior year came around, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Um, had some opportunities here and there. Wasn't really excited about uh, the schools um, that they were coming from. And, uh, you know, really late, I really liked Richmond. I thought it was a good fit athletically and academically. And uh, when I got that call from Rojas and he said, uh, hey, uh, Coach Rocco wants to talk to you. And uh, Coach Rocco told me we want to bring you into camp. That was, uh, that was a chance that, you know, I didn't think I was going to get at that point, and, uh, you know, it was an honor. And, uh, you know, from then on, um, you know, I've been kind of thankful every day for it. Griffin Trow from Culver, Indiana. Let's turn to Daniel Jones from nearby Williamsburg, Virginia. So what was your path to the University of Richmond? Um, <clears throat> I got offered my, my junior year. I think it was my junior year summer. And that Richmond was my first offer. And... I had other schools interested in me, but the amount of love and out the way, like how much the coaches went out their way just to talk to me every day, send me letters and whatnot, just made me fall in love with the school and also the academics as well. How aware were you of the strength of the CAA in the state of Virginia? I mean, obviously William and Mary's in your backyard there in Williamsburg and JMU's on the other side of Richmond. How, as a high school kid, a lot of time. As a high school kid, you're just worrying about high school. You're not really thinking about that. How aware were you of the strength of those three schools in the CAA? I was pretty aware. I went to a lot of um, Woman Mary games when I was younger. I actually watched Woman Mary in Richmond play. I watched them play a lot of teams. And I was pretty I was pretty aware that there was like it was just like a strong. All right, so was William and Mary uh, interested? They were interested, but um, I didn't even wait for them. Like to offer, like they they had talked to me, but I had committed to Richmond. They offered me my junior year, summer. I committed before my senior year. We're glad you did. What does the defense have to do to get better? Let's finish with that. Just consistency, consistency with tackling, covering guys, and just rushing the passer and playing. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Go enjoy your lunch. Griffin Trow, Daniel Jones, appreciate you being our special player guests. We'll be back with our final segment of the. Uh, Spider Sports Line for this Thursday afternoon. Coming up after this break, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. Pig out at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue as we give back 10% of food sales to our Helping Hams charity each Monday by contributing to local nonprofit groups. Stop by for Buzz's award-winning hickory smoked baby back beef or mouth-watering spare ribs every Monday night between 6 and 10 p.m. this month. As 10% of food sales help the union network for organ sharing, that saves lives through organ donation and transplantation. For more information, log on to buzzandneds.com or visit 1118 North Boulevard in the Fan or 8205 West Broad Street in the West Fall is the perfect time to get out there and kick up some dirt. Let Dyke Tire Tire Pros get you ready for whatever path you choose. October 1st through October 31st, get up to a $70 mail-in rebate when you purchase any set of four select general tires. For service you can trust without the hassle, visit your local Dyke Tire Tire Pros in Richmond today or online at DykeTire.com. See participating stores for complete details. Void where prohibited. Offer expires October 31st, 2017. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees in all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle breeze. 
So whether you're a worker bee, a queen, or none of these, buzz over to ProgressiveCommercial.com, if you please. Faster than a bee's knees as he pollinates the leaves of three trees. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Affiliates. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. <sighs> Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. At UR's School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation, and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. The University of Rich- School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. Hi, this is Sean Casey, former Spider and Major League Baseball player. And I love listening to Spider Football with Bob, Chris, and Matt on the Home of the Spiders, ESPN 950, ESPNRichmond.com. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman, live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Spiders at Towson, Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Our coverage on our Spider IMG Sports Network at 3.30 with our kickoff show. I know a lot of you have asked about video. It is on Fox Sports Go digitally Saturday afternoon. So that's kind of your TV live video streaming on their app, on their web, Fox Sports Go for Saturday afternoon. Otherwise, tune in to Chris, Matt, and me beginning at 3.30 with our pregame show and the game coming up at 4 o'clock. And while I'm thinking about it, if you get a chance, I know the weather's not great out there. It's going to get a little bit better. Our women's soccer team is home tonight at Robin Stadium against Crosstown rival VCU, and they could certainly use your support if you can get out to see them in action tonight, 7.30 at Robin Stadium for Spider Soccer against VCU. Uh, all right, Russ, I always like to kind of finish up with something a little bit off the cuff if I can come up with something. And I love listening to you at the weekly Wednesday press conference because a couple of items always seem to come up that aren't just the X's and O's of football. Usually it's O'Connor who asks the question, and then mm-hmm. you kind of go off on the tangent, which is great. Uh, probably makes, never answer the question probably not. correctly. Just go off on a tangent. Exactly, and that's what's really entertaining. So you want to talk about the tangent now. Then. What, what do you think it is from, from <laughs> I Wednesday? No I know you. Well, anyways, I don't even think it was John who asked you, but somebody said, Hey, Coach, you're at the top of the stat sheet in offensive numbers, and you're at the bottom of the stat sheet in defensive numbers. And you kind of stopped him, and you said you never look at the stats, like the league stats during the course of the year. And you said something about, I pretty much know where we're ranked without having to look at it. Some coaches kind of pick them apart week after week, but you really don't do that, do you? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's so hard right now. I mean, we're gonna play better on defense. We're gonna move up. We're gonna we may not score. You know, we may not throw for as many yards. So I think when the when the season's over, it's the same way I talk about with wins and lo- when the season's over, count them up, play them, count them up, and and then when the season's over, kind of look at your stats and see where you are. I I actually I, I've been kind of, uh, I mean, I just been out of everything other than than the football and, and watching it and talking it and, and coaching it. And like, I, you know, I told you before we started, 
when the, the, they said that the the baseball playoffs were starting and the, the next day, and I went, what? <laughs> I thought they were on, like, game number 57 of the season. <laughs> I had no idea that, that it was going on. And, and uh, you know, sometimes when I know, like on Thursday night, or, or I'll look at – ESPN scores to see who's playing on Thursday night because I always like to watch a, a football game on Thursday night when I get home or Friday night when we're in the hotel. But other than that, I mean, I, I, I don't even know any of that stuff. You don't need to look at it to know how your team's doing. <laughs> no, not really, no. <laughs> the other question that was asked of you was, did you ever think as a defensive guy and uh, the type of offense you played for eight years at Chattanooga that you'd ever be a head coach who – Screams in the headset to your offensive coordinator, throw the ball more, throw the ball more. <laughs> You're still getting used that to that, was aren't the, you? That was actually the first time I did that. Um, you know, but it's, 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 um, you know, it is what we are. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and you got to, you got to play to your strengths. And if you're, if you're going to, just be stubborn and say, well, we've done this and we've run the quarterback power read and we've done this, we've done that. You know, you, you're not, you're not utilizing your strengths. And, and like I told them on Wednesday, I mean, it, you watch, we watch all the games from last year and you can see that Kyle's special and, and both their quarterback, Kevin Johnson, I mean, watching him throughout the playoffs, man, he was really good. And, and our wideouts were really special. So uh, you, you, you got to play to your strengths. And uh, that's kind of what we're doing right now. Well, that kind of begs the question, where are you in the work in progress that is the running game right now? Well, the guys come up to me every time, uh, our offensive coaches and even a couple of the offensive linemen said, Coach, hang in there with us. We'll get it going. Uh, huh. We'll get the running game going. I can't remember. One of the offensive uh, – maybe it was Yarbrough came up to me and said, Coach, we're gonna, we'll get the running game going for you. And, you know, the offensive coaches are working hard and – and, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's about points, and you know that, and everybody knows that. It's about scoring points. It's not, all right, how long can we keep the ball? Now, eventually, we're going to get in a four-minute offense. we got to run the football. we got to keep it. There's going to be times where we have to run the ball, and that's kind of where I want to make sure we get to. Mm-hmm. Back on the road this week, first time in really more than a month. <laughs> Um, effects of that, of having to go on the road. And, and in some cases, teams come together better when they hit the road a little bit. I actually think, um, I, and I'd have to ask, are you are you guys in midterms now? I think it's a great time to hit the road. Um, not not to miss midterms, but I think, I think what happens is, you know, we'll take off on Friday, get on that bus, and these guys can sit on the bus, they can sleep. You know, they get the extra time away you know, from campus, from the students. Uh, I think this is a great time to get away, uh, to have a road trip. And, and I do think they'll be well-rested for the game on Saturday. Uh, so I, I think it's it's really good. Um, I, I kind of had a feeling it was midterms. I could tell by the looks on half their faces that it was midterms. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think they'll have a chance to, to re-energize and get, you know, because we'll leave at 1.15 on, on Friday and, and uh, they'll get on a, on a bus, and they can fall asleep. They can, you know, they can, you know, whatever they want to do on the bus there and watch the movie or whatever. Study. Study. I don't oh, know. Do they go on? Daniel Jones right away in mid-bite. Yes and up do and they, down. Do midterms go into next week too? Yeah. Man, See, how long the midterms last around <laughs> this place? You're killing me. <laughs> oh, you're used to it. You've been here before. You know mm-hmm. what that's like. Hey, real quick, last thought on Towson. Uh, keys to the game for the Spiders, for folks that are at the game or listening to us on the radio. 
Uh, give me a key or two for, for spider victory. Well, I think just kind of what we did last week, we didn't turn the ball over, and that was huge. I mean, one turnover in that game, we probably lose it. Um, you know, we're going to have to – uh, you know, we have to find a way to run the football somehow, some way. Um, you know, obviously, it wasn't the greatest running running game last week. Uh, you know, defensively, there, until we contest the deep ball and go up and get it, you know, we're probably going to see that, you know, for the rest of the year. And, and whether we're in three deep coverage or whatever, I mean, they just look out there and just throw it as high and deep as they can and, and uh, so we're going to have to we're going to have to defend those for sure because because they're going to do that to us, too. And um, but continue. I mean, built on the running. I mean, built on stopping the run. Um, you know, we probably won that game because we did we did stop the run. And, uh, you know, we played really good against it. And, and it was a it's a combination of the front seven guys. And, and that's Daniel. You know, Daniel had eight tackles and and he's a part of that. Sometimes people just think linebackers, defensive line, and, and I'm sorry, I'm probably going over. Go ahead. You heard the music. You know how this works. I didn't right? hear the music. Music's this time. playing. It's in your headset, isn't it? Hang on. I need that music so I know when to shut up, man. <laughs> Me too, by the way. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, we'll be on the air at 3.30 Saturday afternoon, kick at 4 o'clock from Towson. Daniel Jones, Griffin Trout, thanks, fellas, for being with us. We enjoyed having you and enjoy your lunch. Mitchell Bradley on location. Actually had to put him to work for a little bit today. Matt Joseph's back at the studio. Talk to you Saturday, 3.30 with our pregame show from Towson. Right here on the Spider IMG Sports Network. So long, everyone. You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman, live from Outback Steakhouse, 7919 West Broad Street. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, the Virginia Department of Social Services, and Outback Steakhouse. For the latest Spider Sports news and updates, visit RichmondSpiders.com on your computer, mobile device, and tablet. Plus, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on the Spider IMG Sports Network. WXGI Richmond, WTPS Petersburg. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorney. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. I'm Doug Brown. Game five tonight to decide the National League Division Series. Cubs and Nats in Washington. Kyle Hendricks starts for the Cubs, and it should be either G 